Yo, welcome to the Last Pick Podcast. I'm uh, just trying to get some thoughts out in my head. Um, I'm going to start doing this once a week. I'm uh, going to start doing it again. Um, I've taken a little bit of a hiatus, and I haven't really been all on my game in terms of the podcasting scene. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get back to it. And uh, it's just going to be little snippets, something you might be able to listen to at lunch or something like that. Um, we're also going to have long form when we have guests. But uh, for now, I'm just going to do this by myself. And uh, I just wanted to talk about something uh, that had come to my attention recently that was um, that was um, just something I was thinking about when I would uh, go to bed. Um, you know, and, um, part of that was like, uh, this new advent of digital currency, um, and, and how it's kind of taking over DeFi, this whole type of thing. And, and, and if digital currency is, um, you know, the future or, or, you know, decentralized or if something like, um, you know, uh, a different form, something different than what we currently have. Um, is the thing. And what I was thinking about was, um, so I was going through the Bitcoin source code and was doing some research and I noticed there was a, a peer-to-peer marketplace uh, that was to take form. And I read a paper from, I think it was the 1980s. It was the 70s, late 70s, early 80s. And it was about uh, anonymous purchasing. And the idea behind it was, okay, so, uh, you know, how effective is decentralized currency? Because you know, we do need some regulation um, in certain things. Like you do need something to be regulated. Um, you need to have some sort of control over currency because as far as, you know, we know people aren't just good. It's not just, it's not just, you know, the system that makes people bad. Like inherently some people just will take advantage of any situation and try and make money, you know, and people do that a lot with Bitcoin. It enables a lot of legal action or any sort of digital currency. Um, so what about centralized anonymous purchasing? And the idea behind uh, it is, and I'm just trying to work it out. Also, if you hear anything during these talks and you want to implement them, feel free, you know, if you become a billionaire, you become rich, just hire me on as a consultant for ideas, you know, whatever. Um, so full disclosure. Okay, so what about if we had a system where uh, money was still centralized, but you had a peer-to-peer marketplace and currency was given via content, via likes, via looks, how or how engaging that content was to a person. Um, Or, or, you know, what you essentially put out there. And it was, you, you know, you had some sort of coin, but that was only spendable within the currency. Um, but so an example of how the anonymous purchasing would work would be, okay, you're in a marketplace, you submit with some, you know, username, whatever it is, and, and you buy something and it gets sent somewhere, but no one really knows who you are because you don't need, um, you don't need anything to purchase said currency. You just need content, something like that. And the terms of how it would work in an actual bank is, okay, let's say you send a bank a um, envelope with a carbon, uh, you send an envelope with a, you send an envelope to a bank requesting like ten dollars. Okay, the bank gets this envelope that says it wants ten dollars and sees that it's from um, username. Um, I don't know something like uh, Doom Guy three 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 four. 
Okay, so they see do it's from Doom Guy three three four. They don't know exactly who Doom Guy three three four is, or whatever. Doesn't really matter. It could just be a number. Doesn't really matter. Okay, so they see this ten dollars. They check Doom Guy three three four's bank account. Okay, looks like he has money in here. Cool. He has whatever's worth ten dollars, or they can even send it before the fact. So then they put in like a carbon carbon copy, put a stamp on it. That stamp is good for uh, that carbon copy. Essentially, is good for ten dollars. So then Doom Guy 3334 takes that carbon copy to a marketplace that accepts said carbon copy and uh, exchanges that for something worth $10 or coins or whatever. Then the Doom Guy, or when the merchant goes and deposits that carbon copy that was received from Doom Guy 3334, the bank knows because the stamp that's been put on there is unique to them. Uh, you can think of that as like a public key or private key or, you know, uh, this, this is what I'm kind of getting at. And um, the bank knows it was issued by them. They check the account or, you know, they could have already checked it depending on what the process is. It could be checked before, it could be checked after. And, you know, they could apply it to credit, whatever the case may be. And they would see uh, that this purchase is valid and both parties have now exchanged currency um, without you ever disclosing who you were. Now, this still comes from a centralized source, right? It's not decentralized. Um, but you still have regulation to a certain degree, which is the point uh, that I was making. And, and I think, uh, you know, this idea of a peer-to-peer uh, -peer marketplace um, with currency is, is really starting to grow on me. I'm really starting to figure out how it could actually work, and, you know, and thinking through it um, at night and, you um, the only issue I have is, you know, most people want cash to pay their bills or, you know, whatever it is. They want cash. They want some sort of currency. And that's where, um, you know, the issue with even Bitcoin and all on all these things is like at the end of the day, it, you know, people want it to have dollars like they want it, it to be cash. And they and this is where the, the bottleneck of payment processors comes in. Right. Because you can't accept payments without a payment processor. And that's a huge thing. And like, um, you know, for example, high risk industries like, like uh, porn stars, for example, have a really hard time getting bank accounts because technically there's a lot of fraud in porn. And, and so banks are hesitant to, you know, give them any sort of uh, bank account. It's hard for companies like this to make money. It's part of the reason why I think Pornhub is, is starting to accept digital currency now because the, the rates are on, uh, high um, high risk uh, payment processors are really high, so if they can get the same money through something like Bitcoin uh, without that payment processing rate, they end up making um, you know a lot more money and lowering their operation operational costs. So the idea is, um, you know, if, if there's a marketplace that exists, and um, you know you you want to have um, you know, you, you want to make sure that the marketplace has the ability for you to, uh, you know, buy things. Then you kind of alleviate that thing, except for the idea of cash, you know, depending on what is available in the marketplace. And you could regulate said marketplace. Uh, so, yeah, that was just something I was thinking about. Uh, and the ideas behind, you know, that notion and how it would go. And it's not fully fleshed out. It's It's very in its infancy um but you know if you have any thoughts feel free to hop into my last pick podcast discord server um you know and give me your thoughts on the idea um because you know i i, I really do think 
uh, cryptocurrency and, and crypto in, in and of itself um, really has a lot of uses, but I just don't think um, it's it's being utilized in the way that it was intended. And, and you know, we all want, I think anonymous purchasing makes uh, it easier on the banks and makes it easier on the user. You don't have to pass these antiquated systems that no longer exist. And so if we can figure out a method for anonymous purchasing, like I mentioned, to work with, um, you know, to work with uh, an anonymous marketplace and, and to work with getting cash, you know, we'd have a full-fledged system that you could really expand out to anything, right? You could have anonymous uh, healthcare numbers, you could have anonymous assurance numbers, like you wouldn't need to tie all these things to something like your social, you know, you could tie it to a username, right? And that username is who you are and you'd have, you know, you could, you know, kind of like, you know, in Steam, right? You have an email that you, or a single username, but you can keep changing the username that people see, right? That all ties back to one and you, you should be able to do the same thing uh, via your social, you know, and then just, and when I say via your social, I mean something that's not your social, but that is an, a username, a pseudoname that you pick. That isn't some sort of information that is tied directly to you. Um, you know, you know, you know. I'm sure people could think of um, ways to get around that, but that's just my thought for tonight. I'm gonna have a couple more of these. Gonna start these more up soon. Uh, and you know, and just try to flesh it out from here and and, and see where it's been going, see where my thoughts have gone. So. Uh, Appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for the follow. If you if you did follow, if you like this, let me know. Uh, if you hate it, uh, also let me know. Uh, so thank you. Love you. Bye.